Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, she's been in the fashion world for most of her adult life, and now she's producing fashion shows and events. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, the only thing I know about fashion is what my wife buys me. <laughs> but shout out to my wife, a real-life Barbie girl, Victoria Snee. She's the head of marketing for Highland Park Village. And um, she hangs around the fashion scene quite a bit. And she gets called on by the different TV stations to come in and, and comment on fashions. But that's all I know. It's just uh, really being around it. So I'm fascinated with people who have great fashion sense. And somebody who has a lot of fashion sense is my next guest, Robin Chilman. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Me. Yeah, we were talking just before the show, and I said, when did you know that you had fashion sense? How far back does it go? Uh, it goes back to the very beginning. I think, uh, you know, I started with Barbies, probably, I mean, very young, four or five, um, dressing them in Kleenex, which my mother no longer buys because I used it all and she still to this day is like, oh no, you'll dress your Barbies in it. Um, but I, you know, I was constantly dreaming about different looks or creating different ideas and it just always was so inspiring to me. I got Vogue from a very young age, cut out pictures and filled the inside of my closet with images. Wow. Um, so I knew all the designers and all of, watched all the shows and it was just, it was my dream world. And then you told me that your life took a little bit of a detour because you That's wanted right. to go into broadcasting. I did. I went to LSU, majored in broadcast journalism, and um, actually started in accounting because I also, I, I've taken a lot of different paths. Sure, that's okay. Um, but majored in broadcast journalism, thought that was what I really wanted to do, and um, got out into the into the life of it, and was like, actually, this is really this is really difficult. I have a lot of respect. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I loved my news career, but um, you didn't miss anything. Okay. <laughs> You're just it's a fine. really no, difficult life. No regrets. Yeah. No regrets. Okay. Now then, you you stuck your your big toe into law for a while. I did. I went to law law school. Graduated from LSU Law School. Wow. And um, moved to Texas with my husband, took the Texas bar and passed the Texas bar, started interviewing at firms and um, just couldn't find a fit, you know, that just wasn't, the passion just wasn't there. And so um, that's when my husband was like, maybe you should find what you're actually passionate about. And so I thought I'll go to Neiman Marcus because I've always wanted to be in fashion and I will work in their legal department. And that was kind of my my plan. But um, when I got there and started interviewing and they all sort of said, do you, did you, have you thought about actually, you know, working in fashion? We have this great executive development program. Um, so I thought that's 
which is really exactly what I want to do. Wow. And so I started with them, and I was with them for 15 years. That's amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. so and is, uh, you were a buyer for Neiman's, or what was your title? I was. I did a few different things, um, but uh, most of it was in buying. Um, I bought uh, women's contemporary, advanced contemporary, and then women's designer and couture. And I think that's a lot of pressure, to be honest, because... You know, you're judged kind of by, did you make the right decision? Did you buy the right thing? Um, Did you feel a lot of pressure during those 15 years? You know what? I I did. I I think things sort of came somewhat naturally to me because I had a strong opinion on on what things should look like or what women would like. How do they want to dress? You know, they want to feel beautiful and special. And um, so I kind of always let that guide me. Um, But it is, you know, you're going in and spending millions and millions and millions of dollars and you're sort of a mutual fund manager. So I have a whole bunch of brands that I bought. um, And really at the end of the day, the most important thing was the bottom line. So what was going to bring in the most profit. Absolutely. Um, So it was really, I mean, it's a huge business that I was running at the time, upwards of, you know, $80 million a year. It was huge. So a lot, a, lot of of, a lot of responsibility. Well, and as I was doing my homework for the show, I found a wonderful video. This was produced by Neiman's in 2019. Let's go ahead and roll it. Milan style is really all about being bold and taking a risk. My name is Robin, and I'm a women's fashion buyer at Neiman Marcus. Whenever I'm packing for Milan Fashion Week, I'm always thinking about extra details. As of late, been skewing more toward a slip dress. was so versatile. This Forte slip dress is exactly what I'm talking about. When I step off the plane, I am going to throw on this beautiful topper, which is from Forte Forte. Belt in the waist, put on a stiletto boot, and you have a beautiful outfit that transitions really easily. The ladies in Italy love a head-to-toe look. Dolce & Gabbana are so well-known for a beautiful classic leopard. They did this exclusive for us this season with the butterfly. So we have all of these beautiful pieces in the leopard with the butterfly that can be worn head-to-toe, which is really a great statement. Or for the lady who wants to break it up, I love the leopard on leopard on top and then pairing it with this beautiful black leather short. Another great brand is MSGM. This season they have a very feminine bow blouse to step it up, adding this beautiful silver trouser. I think it's a nice bold statement to make with such a classic blouse. I love Milan because I think the ladies there really know how to take risks in fashion and they really celebrate. Wow, what a cool job. And you did that for fif- cool job. 15 years. Yeah, for okay. 15 years. I also want to put a shout out to Jan Strempel. She's just a legend in fashion. And mm-hmm. um, tell us about your relationship with Jan over the years. So I, when I decided to make the move from, from Neiman's, and it was really kind of perpetuated by several different things. I have two little boys. I didn't want to go to Paris and Milan 14 times a year. It sounds great, but it's really hard, especially with small kids. Um, I started working with Jan and um, producing fashion events, fashion shows, um, and doing some styling and that sort of thing. So she really was my mentor when I was creating this new role for myself and what I wanted to do. Um, So I worked with her for quite some time, really learned the ropes and how to do this in the right way and the best way possible. And she's she's just a legend in the industry. I mean, everybody knows Jan around the globe. Yes. Absolutely. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Okay, Jan. we're going to roll a clip here in a second, but I want you to set this up. So this is the Salvation Army's um, 
uh, fashion show. So why don't yeah. you uh, set the stage for what we're about to see? So I now produce the um, Salvation Army Women's Auxiliary Fashion Show. Uh, it's a show made up of donations from all of the th most fashionable women in Dallas's closets. So um, it's a huge show. We pull together all these looks, 112 looks, all mixed up out of these women's wonderful closets. Um, and we style and produce this big show. And then Salvation Army auctions off the looks and makes lots of money for the charity. And it's kind of a win all around for everybody. That's, that's wonderful. Okay, yeah. let's go ahead and run the clip. She's a baddest like mom. See, you're used to pressure because, I mean, think about that. There's yeah. All eyes are on you. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people don't get to see. They get to see a the lot. glamour. Yeah. Uh, but, like, tell me one of your favorite stories so far of um, putting together a show and, and kind of saving the day because uh, <laughs> things can go wrong at the very last minute and you've got to hit the mark, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're really, I think it's, We've built this amazing team, and I've inherited a lot of the team from Jan because she built this incredible team that puts these shows together. Um, and that's primarily who my team is now, and they're amazing. And so I think being able to rely on your team when those things go wrong, sure. we had for Salvation Army, uh, we, <laughs> because it's made up of all different shapes and sizes and everything. So it's a really interesting show because we, you know, not everyone is a size zero and. Right. 10 feet tall, you really have to have a variation of models. One of our models got sick at the very last minute. It was like 7 a.m. The show was at 11. So it's a scramble, but you know what? We we got everybody together and reworked everything, figured it out, and it was a huge success. So, you know, staying on your toes and being flexible. And I love that. they In the news business, they say um, anchors don't win Emmy Awards for a show that went perfect. That went right, yeah. <laughs> they, they win Emmy Awards when the prompter goes down and they're mm -hmm. ad-libbing. And so um, I think, you know, for you, uh, the fact that you can be nimble and adjust to the stuff that life throws you. Yeah. Um, I also want to uh, show a video. This is from FGI Dallas. Dallas's Night of Stars. So as we roll this video, I want you to kind of talk about, you know, what we're looking at right now. So uh, this show is incredible. And FGI Night of Stars, which is actually coming up on um, November 10th again, um, we highlight and honor some of the biggest names in fashion um, and, and kind of art and, and can be interior design, all these different people we bring together. So last year, I helped Jan produce this show as well. Um, we brought in Pierre Cardin, the, the classically amazing house of Pierre Cardin. They brought in all of their, their beautiful looks from Paris. We styled them all, created this beautiful runway show. Um, and it was just amazing. It's stuff that people don't get to see. A lot of it was the vintage pieces from yes. their archives. Um, so it's just, it's really like works of art it's and cool. pieces of history too. And Robin, your eyes light up when you talk about this. It's, it's really cool. And, and, and how what an honor to be able to work with such great brands. Uh, you also have had many accolades from the media. We're going to put up full screen a nice article. You were featured in D Magazine. Um, that had to be such an honor.
It was such an honor. It, truly, I, I was telling you earlier, I didn't, you know, working for Neiman's for so long, a company that I adored and learned so much from. Uh, coming out of that and then being on my own, doing my own thing, I was like, I don't know if I should, I don't, DCEO, like, I, I'm not sure. And, uh, and they were like, no, you have your own company now. You are a CEO. And so, I, you know, that was a big moment for me. It was wow. huge. Okay, so in the little time we have left, I want you to encourage all the young ladies out there who also, you know, are like a mini you and they're dreaming of, of being you one day. What do you want to say to those young ladies? I think it's I think it's so important to really follow your passion. I fashion was was what I was most interested in from when I was very young and I kind of tried not to go there because I didn't realize I could actually make a career in it. Um, especially in a small town in Louisiana, it just you know it didn't didn't really feel like something I could do. Um, but I I just got sucked back in. There was no way that's not what I was going to do. It just drew me back in. So I think really following what you love and what you're passionate about, um, you'll find your way and you'll find something amazing that you can do uh, with your talents. But that's really what it comes down to because it's also fashion's also not an easy life. Right. Um, but it's worth it if it's what you love. Outstanding. It's a wonderful way to end this this program, and we're also going to leave with her Instagram page. Uh, Robin, you have been an amazing guest. Thanks Thank for uh, blessing Thanks us for with your, your wit and wisdom. <laughs> That's it for now. We'll see you next time.